0: Welcome to the Muso Church Podcast. Here, we share the powerful and practical gospel of Jesus Christ until everyone is free and flourishing. We're so excited that you're here. Wherever you're listening from, we are trusting and believing that God is going to touch your life through this podcast. Well, guys, last week we started uh, our first part of uh, our series, senses, and we're just talking about the Holy Spirit. This is a season where we're just really going to talk about the Holy Spirit and uh, and and how, what role He plays in the believer's life. And we spoke uh, it so so profoundly last week. And uh, just on, on in John 12, as Jesus Christ is having a conversation with His disciples, and He's about to 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 leave them, and He says to them, "I'm not leaving you alone. I'm leaving you with the Holy Spirit." A, he says He's a true giving uh, uh, spirit who is going to reveal all things truth that are inside of you, and uh, he says the Holy Spirit will not speak of Himself; will only speak that which He hears the Father say. He doesn't just say that, and He says, you know, He will He will not glorify Himself, but He will glorify the Son in the earth. So the Holy Spirit will not speak of His own. Number one, He will reveal the truth. That's the first thing. He will reveal the truth that is inside you. The implication is that there's a truth that God has put inside of you. And what is that truth? That truth is the life of Jesus. The Bible says, and Christ is a. Alive in us because we have died with him, we have co-reasoned with him, and so he lives. It's no longer, Paul says, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ in me. That truth that is in us that the Holy Spirit reveals is the life of Christ that is inside of us. And why is that important? Because as we discover the Christ who is in us, we discover who we are. And the Bible says as we with unveiled face uh, uh, behold the glory of the Lamb, we are transformed into the same image it means when we when we know Christ we we then discover who we are the bible in Matthew 16 it says Uh, Christ is asking Peter who do you say I am and Peter says you are the Christ you are the son of the living God you are the Messiah and Jesus says to Peter because you know who I am because my father in heaven has revealed to you who I am I'm gonna tell you who you are it meaning when we discover who Christ is that truth that is in us then we get to discover who we really who we really are the truth if you want to live any truth guys live the truth that is Jesus Christ and the second thing The Bible says he he will not speak of himself. He will only speak that which the Father says. That means the Holy Spirit will never contradict the word of God. He will never contradict the scripture. Because in 2 Timothy, the Bible says God has breathed into every scripture himself. And he has breathed his personhood, himself into every scripture. So the Holy Spirit will never contradict the word of God. Will never contradict the scripture. That's number two. Number three the Bible says Jesus then says to his disciples and he will glorify me in the earth whatever the Holy Spirit does it is to glorify the Son whatever he does whatever whatever moment that is inspired by the Holy Spirit if you want to use as a matrix how do you how can you determine if this is the Holy Spirit you ask yourself is it glorifying Jesus if what you feel, if you feel like, you know what, the, the Holy Spirit is leading me in this direction and you are unsure, you know, this is a simple matrix. Does it, does it testify of the truth of Jesus Christ? Does it, that is it is it aligned with the Word of God? Does He only speak that which the Father has said through His Word, and does it glorify Jesus Christ? And I think this three matrix can help you to decipher if you are hearing the Holy Spirit or you are it's it's your own imagination or your own emotions, your own desires, your own preferences. Because these days, you know, it's easy just to say, "No, I hear the Holy Spirit saying this to me." And I think you can use this as a matrix. Not the only matrix, but I think you can use it as a matrix to discover if you are really hearing the Holy Spirit is he testifying of Jesus Christ who is the truth that is in us is he testifying of the Word of God is he speaking something that is contrary to the Word of God or that is aligned to the Word of God so when you feel something you feel like the Holy Spirit is leading you check it against scripture to say is this biblical is it scriptural does it align to the scripture because the bible says the holy spirit will not speak anything except what he hears the father say and and finally is it glorifying jesus is it glorifying jesus does it lift jesus up not whether it's right or wrong is good or bad no does it lift jesus up does it glorify jesus then big question is how do we receive this Holy Spirit because a lot of people you know they, they they live feeling like their Christianity is 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 not is not complete you know because they are not moving in power they are not touching people and people are are, are not falling they are not speaking in tongues and all these things and they're like that means I have not I have not received the Holy Spirit and, you know, I, I, I have a deficiency. There's people that live with a sense of, you know, I don't think I've received the Holy Spirit and you're waiting for an encounter of sort with the Holy Spirit. And I just want to use as, a, as scriptures today to kind of like help us, process, help us uh, process that. Well, the New Testament is clear on this issue. It teaches us that the reception of the Holy Spirit is something that takes place immediately upon believing Jesus Christ as our Savior. There is no need for us to wait or to plead the Holy Spirit. All those who believe in Jesus Christ are intestinally, eh, eh, in no, hey, eh, English, instantaneously, uh, uh, they interstate, eh, hey, they in. Stantaneously receive the Holy Spirit. Wow, those who believe in Jesus immediately let's go with immediately. Immediately receive the Holy Spirit. There are this, there are a number of important scriptures that we're going to go through that's going to help us help us through this. Number one, we are going to we go to Acts 2 uh, 32. The Bible says Peter is speaking to, to the crowd in Jerusalem and says, uh, uh, and be baptized each of you in the name of Jesus the Messiah for the forgiveness of your sin and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The minute we receive the forgiveness of our sins from the Father, the minute we we accept Jesus Christ, the minute we've put our hope in Him, the minute we repent and say we repent of our sins and we accept Him as our Lord and Savior, the minute we say He is our Lord and He is our Savior, Peter says, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Peter said that the Spirit will be in an immediate, you know, pouring the minute we 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 receive, we receive the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul writes to the Gentiles and reminds them how to receive the Holy Spirit. He puts it in this manner. He says, "This is now Galatians three verses 2. He says, "This uh, this is the only thing I want." To find out from you. How did you receive the Holy Spirit? By the works of the law? Or by hearing. By hearing faith? You know. Because sometimes we think that there are things we need to do that we need to 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 get this Holy Spirit. But but Apostle Paul says to the Gentiles to say, it is by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. The minute you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you receive the Holy Spirit. So as you are sitting at home right now, whether you're speaking in tongues or not, whether you are healing people or not, whether you are, you know, you are casting out demons or not, whether you are performing, you are walking in miracle signs and wonders or not, you have the Holy Spirit for as long as you have accepted Jesus as as your Lord and, and your Savior. In Galatians 4, verse 6, it says, And because you are children, God has sent His Spirit into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Because we are children of God, God has poured His Spirit in us, and that Spirit is crying, our Father. And what makes us children of God? It is nothing but accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior putting our faith in him, accepting him as the one who has died for us, accepting the truth that he, he lives in us, accepting that he died for us, he died for our sin, and he's seated upon the throne advocating for us. The minute we accept that, we are called sons of God. And Galatians says to us, because we are children of God, God has sent his spirit Uh, in His Son, in our hearts. In Jesus, see what He says. God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Crying, Abba, Father. So the minute we accept Him as our Lord and Savior, do not be deceived into thinking there are stuff that you need to do that, in order for you to receive the Holy Spirit. The minute you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you, 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 You 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 get you get the Holy Spirit you get the Holy Spirit now the question is uh, one cannot be a believer without the Holy Spirit I think uh, let me just stress that you cannot be a believer in Christ without the Holy Spirit there's something else we need to empathize, to emphasize. The Bible says that the person cannot be a believer in Jesus Christ without his Holy Spirit in their life. Paul writes the following to the Romans about uh, uh, this, this important truth. Now, this is Romans 8, verses 9. It says, You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit. If, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. The implication of that is that if you belong to Christ, you have the Spirit in you. If you belong to Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God is inside of you. The Spirit of God dwells inside of you. You must understand that God is a triune being. And what do we mean by God is a triune being? We mean that he's got the Father, he's got the Son, he's got the the Holy Spirit, All in one, he is a triune being. If the Son dwells in us, he dwells with the Trinity of God. So when we, if because uh, 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 the Bible says we have died with him, it's no longer us who lives, but it is him who lives in us. And because of that, the Holy Spirit dwells in us. We don't need anything else to receive the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit, because we belong to Christ, then the Spirit is in us. He said, if anyone who does not have the Spirit of God is not a Christian, is that simple. If, if, if you do not have the Spirit of God, then you're not a Christian. That means if you're a Christian, then you have the Spirit of God. So you have the Spirit of God. It doesn't mean because it's not operational, you don't have it. It's like, you know, you can have, there's a difference, you know, you can have a bottle of water, right? You can have a, let me, let me show you. I can, you see, I have a, this bottle of water. It's here. It's mine. I have it. It is mine. And I can choose to drink it. Then it's not just mine. It's now I'm filled with it. So some of us, we have not been filled. We are just walking around with the Holy Spirit as an accessory. We have not allowed Him to consume our lives and to fill us up. We are just holding on. We don't even know that we have Him. We don't even know that we have access to Him. So we are holding Him like this. We are walking around. But He is available. He's available to you. To drink and be filled. To drink and be filled with that which you already have. Most of us, it's not that we need the Holy Spirit. We just need to be filled with that which we already, we already, that which we already have. Jude wrote about the nature of unbelievers. They do not have the Holy Spirit. He describes them as in this manner. In Jude, Jude 19, the Bible says, It is those who cause division. Worldly people devoid of the Spirit. Worldly people, what separates us from worldly people is that we have the Spirit. As children, as sons and daughters of God, we have the Holy Spirit. The people in the world, they do not, they are devoid. They are devoid of the Holy Spirit. Here's another truth. Here's another another truth that is liberating. All believers, no matter their spiritual condition, have the Holy Spirit. All believers, regardless of their spiritual conditions, they have the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Do you know that you are God's sanctuary and that the Spirit of God lives in you? Do you know that you are a sanctuary of God? Do you know that you are a dwelling place of God and that God lives inside of you? As a Christian, He dwells in you. Regardless of your spiritual journey, He is there. We need to Tap into that spirit. Like I said, drink of the Holy Spirit that is already in you. Allow him to fill you up. Allow him to consume you. And that's what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks. How do we now allow this Holy Spirit to consume us? How do we allow this Holy Spirit to take over our lives? Because we already have him. How do we allow him to to? empower us it's like i could be holding this water and be thirsty it doesn't mean i don't have the water it does not mean if i don't know how to how to open if this thing was closed if i don't know how to open it then i could have this water and die of thirst if i don't know what to do with it i could have if i don't understand and the nature of this water I can have it and die of thirst while I have it in my hand and some Christians are dying of thirst while they have the Holy Spirit why because they don't understand the nature of the Holy Spirit and they don't understand his use and they don't understand how how he is activated there's no command in the scripture that seeks for uh, that says we must seek the Holy Spirit ephesians 5 18 he says don't be drunk with wine but while Because that will ruin your life. Instead, let the Holy Spirit fill and control you. And that's what we're going to be talking about. That's going to be what we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks. How do you allow yourself to be filled with the Holy Spirit? How do you allow yourself to be drunk in the Holy Spirit? How do you allow yourself to move from just holding on but to drink of the Holy Spirit, to be drunk of the Holy Spirit. And what are the implications? What are the implications of this? He is a gift to all who believe in Jesus Christ. The the, the Holy Spirit is a gift to everyone who believes in Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 5. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured unto our hearts by the Holy Spirit who He has given To us, God has poured, God has poured, God has poured, God has poured into us His holy, His holy, His Holy Spirit. Last scripture, First Corinthians two, twelve. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit that is from God. So that we may understand the gift that he has bestowed upon us by God. The Holy Spirit comes and makes clear to us the gifts that he has given us. So in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about how do we activate this Holy Spirit? How do we get drunk by this Holy Spirit? What is what is the implication of that? And then after that, how do we then walk how do we allow him to empower us to use the gifts that God has given us? I hope and pray that this has been liberating for you. I hope and pray that this has brought about clarity for you. I hope and pray that this has just encouraged you. Father, I want to pray for each and everyone who's watching this stream today. That, Heavenly Father, that you will you will just you'll break the chains that are in their minds, that they that they think they need to do something to receive your Holy Spirit. May they, may they accept this truth and embrace this truth that you have already given them your spirit. In the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that this message has been a blessing to you. Why not be a blessing to someone else by sharing this message with them? Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Goodbye and God bless.